This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Well, with that intro, this, the uh, little Sex Pistols for you, get you guys thinking. Um, I was listening to the iPod the other day, Sex Pistols, you know, who knew? They're still still in there. I don't know, it was an old iPod, what can I tell you? Punk never dies, man. Punk never dies, but... I don't know. That's what I'm worried about. I guess that's what got me thinking. You know, we're hearing all this going on in England, all these terror attacks, all this craziness, everybody fighting and not knowing what to do. I guess we got the big election 
you know, I guess it would have just happened when you guys are hearing this, but it's tomorrow when we're recording this. And, uh, yeah, so everybody's worked up. And I just, so I'm listening to the Sex Pistols. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to that punk rock attitude that the Brits had, you know, 30 years ago, 40 40 years years ago, ago now, 40 years ago, you know, they were all badass. You always saw, you know, the pictures of the guys with the eight inch spiked freaking Mohawks and, Mm -hmm. you know, they were kicking ass. They didn't take shit from anybody. You had skinny heroin addict, uh, Sid Vicious walking around in combat boots. You know, Mm -hmm. nobody was taking shit from anybody. And now it's run, hide and tell. Is, is that what we've become? Yes. Would Sid Vicious have been like, run, hide, and tell? I remember a, a PSA TV commercial where uh, Webster was, was telling everybody, all the kids, to run and tell someone you trust when you get molested. So listen to Webster, England. Uh, Webster had it down. Times times have, got, have really changed, I guess, is where I'm going to go with this. Um, so let's talk about it. So first, we have, I mean, well... I don't know. You had a list you wanted to go through. Yeah, let's look at some of the let's look at some of the terror attacks here. Ah, all right. Talk to me. Just I, do, you're just gonna upset me. But yeah. go on. All right. Well, 2010. There are 57 terror attacks, zero deaths. 2011. There is one death, three injuries. 2012. One death. 2013. Four. 2014 had 103 attacks and zero deaths. 2015 had 115 tax and one death. So that's as far as the list goes. But it seems like probably... We're over 20. Probably Guinness kills more people in England than... Uh, than terror attacks. Than terror attacks do. But not anymore. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the... What was the concert? Do you know the girl's name? Manchester. Ariana Grande, right? Ariana Grande. All right. How many people died? No idea. I don't know. I think it was 27. 27. All right. And then we're at eight or nine on this London Bridge attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a couple of other little, you know, ones in the background. So now I guess I want to talk about the reaction. I, I don't see the government in England wanting to change anything. They're all like, oh, and I keep hearing all these politicians that are just like, oh, you know, everything's fine. I keep hearing this jackass of a mayor they have who's like, oh, London is the safest city in the world. I don't know if he's like high on the crack or. Mary, work for Marion Barry. I don't know. It'll work for him. All right. I mean, because I heard an interview with Pierce Morgan and Pierce Morgan sounded like the right wing extremist when he's talking to the mayor over in uh, England. So. Times are bad for you guys over there. It's all I can tell you. The prime minister thinks that maybe we should regulate the internet. Well, that'll solve all your problems. Now, honestly, you might be able to get these people be- a little bit better if you were you know, monitoring the internet. But when you have a show called The Jihadi Next Door, and it's on your TV over there, it's on Netflix, and it's got the guy who does the terror attack in it saying, Hey, I'm a jihadi going with his flag in the park. And you're not going after that guy. I don't think monitoring my internet is going to give you any more clues. 
Yeah, it seems like they had a pretty good line on every one of these guys involved in the attack. It's not it's not making more laws. It's just enforcing the laws you have, man. They, I, I just heard today an interview with the mayor and the mayor of London, and they're like, oh, well, you know, wouldn't it be a good idea if we started following people who we know have gone to these, you know, other countries and have actively fought with ISIS? We don't even track them. And they're like, maybe we should track the active fighters. And he's like, well, I pay a lot of money and I don't have the resources. We can't follow people. And I'm like, yeah. So, I don't know. You know, Britain used to seem like the pinnacle of intelligence gathering. They really, you Scotland know, Yard? World War II was like... Amazing! They did an amazing job solving the Enigma machines. You know all the all the deceptive uh, things they did, the spy activity. Where's James Bond? James Bond now? Laid off, man. Laid off, huh? All right. So I I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't make sense of it when they had this London Bridge attack. Mm-hmm. One, they're showing videos of cops running away from the people with knives. Well, they don't have guns. Well, that's that's apparently what's happening. So it took eight minutes for someone to show up with a gun. Mm-hmm. Eight minutes. Now, my wife was like, well, eight minutes. It'd take a cop eight minutes to get here with a gun. We and live I'm in like, nowhere, this though. This is our house. Yeah. I'm like, I said, compare it to Times Square. Mm-hmm. How many cops can you find with a gun in Times yeah. Square? You can't hit throw a rock in Times Square without hitting, hitting a cop. hitting a cop. And I'm like... London Bridge is that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And there's, I guess, a big play was getting out. Is that the deal? Yeah. That's what I think was happening. And mm-hmm. and so, all right, eight minutes. So I heard him trying to explain it. And the deal is there is 120,000 cops in England. Mm-hmm. 6,000 are trained to use guns. Uh-huh. And those are the only ones they'll allow it, you know, to right. do anything. So 6,000 for all of England, that kind of leaves you at a disadvantage mm-hmm. when people are psycho and want to kill you. Well, you know, I, uh, I was looking at uh, James Madison the other day. James okay. Madison's the uh, fourth president, said uh, Americans have the right and advantage of being armed, unlike the citizens of other countries whose governments are afraid to trust the people with arms. And that's kind of like one of the American principles that England just doesn't have that in their lexicon. No. You know? No. But they used to have a fighting spirit. Mm -hmm. This run, hide, and tell. Now, women and children, that's good advice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, don't yell at me here. Obviously, there's women that are badass. Right. You know, if you're listening to the Prepping Badass podcast, Uh you might be a cut above. Yeah. Well, I mean, seriously, if that, that went down... around my wife she'd be smacking people up man see that's it i mean i'm not saying that there aren't women out there yeah that can take care of business but if you're a girl and you run hide and tell i I don't fault you you don't fault them all right Mm -hmm. because you know whatever but you're a man and you run and cower and hide then let me take it one further you're a policeman and you run hide and tell Mm -hmm. i i don't get it you know on it and honestly if you square me off with somebody else that has a knife and I have a baton, that's not a fair fight for them. No? No. With that? Game over, dude. 
it's bad. A baton that's 18 inches long versus a knife that's 12? No, that's not even a fight. I mean, we could talk. I, I didn't want it. I didn't want this episode to turn into like a Muslim bashing kind we, of episode. Yeah, no, that's what we do here. But I, I think we might. Um, you know, I just we. I think the problem is we don't understand where they're coming from. We're in some kind of political correct fantasy, and and you can argue there's Muslims that aren't violent and Muslims that aren't jihadists and all this stuff. And I would agree with you. There are people that call themselves Muslim that don't want to kill every American and every Christian and every Jew and every non. Now, technically, if they're a good Muslim, would they get satisfaction if Christians and Jews and Americans and infidels were murdered? Yes, technically they should by definition because that's what the Quran kind of calls for, but we won't, right. you know, whatever. But... The way we're expected and have condoned this level of tolerance, and then they have things like the Charlie Hebdo in France, mm -hmm. um, you know, these car attacks all over the place, but things like where they have zero tolerance for, you know, um, oh, you drew a picture of Mohammed, a cartoon. We're offended. We're going to come kill you all. Or... You know, that lady who had the Mohammed drawing contest out in Texas. Right. And then they were all coming after her. I don't even know what happened, but... Yeah, no, that... that Somebody did show up. One of the Muslims did show up. Right. Um, But, I mean, you're showing up in Texas, dude. Seriously. You think you're going to make traction there? No. That no. That lasted... That threat lasted about four seconds before somebody pumped his ass up, you know? No, I... I'm okay with people can practice whatever they want as long as they're not a threat. Mm -hmm. And if they're not doing something, whatever, but it doesn't work with our culture of cowardness mm -hmm. or cowardice, right. whatever, you know, it's, it, they don't, they can't coexist. If we have the wild West, then that works. You know, everybody can kind of do whatever they want. And you know what? You come out to cut people's heads off and it's not going to end well for you. The other thing, we don't understand their culture. They come from a, a very different place. Um, yesterday, well, it, again, it's going to be about four or five days ago for you guys, but was the uh, anniversary of D-Day. And, you know, I kept hearing all these stories about, you know, what manly men we were and the people who gave up you know, honestly, the guys who did the invasion at and D Day at Normandy kind of knew they were gonna die. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a really high chance. You know, they talk about the frogmen who went in and set the explosives the day before right. to create a diversion. You know, our first version of the Navy SEALs. Uh huh. These guys, you know, they weren't trained at all, and they were like, "Hey." Who's up for swimming three miles with a bag of explosives and then swimming back and you're going to be in enemy territory and you're in the ocean and you might get smashed up on the rocks. And these guys were like, yeah, fuck it. I'm in. I'm down. We don't have that mentality anymore. So few, you know, they, they talk about, you know, we in the prepping community, we have the three percenters, right? I really feel like three percent are all we have left. 
of, you know, the hardcore man. You know, it's just there are so few guys willing to step up and, and really, you know, set things apart. It's it's disturbing to me. Um, who was it? Who was it? Do you remember the guy that uh, showed up on D-Day? The, he was British. Showed up with uh, bagpipes and a longbow and had, like, confirmed kills with it. Nice. I mean, that's some legit stuff, man. That uh, was actually uh, Jack Churchill was his name. Okay. That's it. Um, and, it, you know, it's like that sort of mentality was rampant in England then. There were some badass. Yeah. And I'm not even saying, I wouldn't even say anything about the British people. They're still badass, most of them. You know, the military is is You can't um, walk around with teeth like that and not, you know, have a little toughness. Seriously. You know, know everybody in that country has a toothache. (laughs) (laughs) But could you go all day long with a toothache? Right. No, I don't think so. But where's that rage when you need it, man? That's it. You know, you people got to stand up. Um, and the thing is, there's so much going on. I mean, I I, I don't know. I kind of want to sidestep here a little bit in our history and kind of give you guys a little perspective on, on where these Muslims are coming from. And they've been this way for forever. That's what people don't get. Um, so during the like American Revolutionary War, I mean, it goes back, you know, Long before that, but mm-hmm. I can only relate it to American history because, you know, I had American schooling and we only learned about America and right. the rest of the world really didn't even exist before us. So mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, you get it right. So American Revolution, we were our merchants and military ships were actually paying a duty to the Barbary states, you know, the Northern African pirates. Mm, under uh, Adams, right? John Adams? Well, even prior, like the revolution, like when oh, we were first, that. yeah, in the very okay. beginning, because we were losing so many ships to these people who were grabbing and enslaving. They actually, between the 16th and 18th century, more than a million Europeans were captured and enslaved by Muslim raiders throughout that region. So it's been an ongoing thing. So we were actually paying them off just to be able to go through with it. After the Revolutionary War, once America's getting settled and and we're trying to figure things out, Jefferson and John Adams went and met with the ambassador from Tripoli. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to butcher this guy's name, but it's Abd al-Rahman or something like that. I don't know. Well, at least he made some delicious... Noodles, right? I love those noodles. So you know what I'm saying? You can put like any kind of freaking seasoning. You know? Hot sauce, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. So we like the noodles. Right. And they're like, dude, so with the Barbary pirates, what makes them think? Now, this is where I'm quoting because you thought I was quoting before, but that mm. was a little loose interpretation, right? So anyway, he goes, um, why would they think they should war on a nation that had never done them any harm. And the Muslim ambassador responded, I can't, can't talk tonight, mm-hmm. responded, it is written in the Quran that all nations who should not have acknowledged Islam's authority were sinners. That is, it's their duty to make war upon them and to make slaves of all they can take as prisoners. And Adams and, and Jefferson were like, whoa, 
you people are kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So at that point, that's when they kind of got the interest in, hey, I'm going to buy a copy of the Quran. Went down to Barnes & Noble. They were like, yo, you carry that. They did. It worked out. He reads about it. And Adams, when he's president, he's like, you know what? We're just going to pay the duty, the tax, because the American people don't have the stomach for it. Right. That might remind you of today, believe mm-hmm. it or not. You might see a connection here. Yeah. You might actually see oh, a we connection. Can just pay, we can just pay, I think it, the equivalent now was something like $500 billion or something. Really? It was 20% of the national budget. Wow. And if you took 20% of na- our national budget now... But that's not really equivalent because our national budget then was not, you know, raping right. every single person out right, there. Right, right. But, uh, you know, if you said, you know, we can stop terrorism right. in this country for five, we're probably spending twice that much oh, on Homeland yeah. Security anyway. And we're giving up our rights on everybody, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So Jefferson. Maybe we could just yeah. pay ISIS. You could pay ISIS. They'd mm-hmm. probably take it. They would. Too. Wait, I think Obama did. Didn't we send a billion dollars cash in a plane in Iran? Yeah, that happened. Oh, that okay. Happened. So, yeah. okay. so they're cool never with mind. us now? Is yeah, that why they're fucking mind. with England and yeah. we're good? All right, just checking. All right, so Jefferson said, it's self-evident when you read the Quran why they're behaving the way they do. So I haven't spent the time. I, I've had people show me. I, I see things on the internet. Oh, this verse of the Quran says, you know, cut this dude's head off or, you know, whatever. I don't know. That, you know, all Christians should be, you know, gotten rid of all this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Do your own research. I'm not here to do that for you. I'm cool, but I'm not that cool. And, you know, just like me, I'd just be another talking head telling you shit that you should learn for yourself because mm-hmm. you shouldn't believe all the people you hear. Yeah. But the bottom line, I did do the research on Jefferson and, you know, this is true and this is what was happening. And my point is, it's been the same over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so Jefferson is like, screw this, we're going to war with them. Ten years we end up fighting. Mm-hmm. And we beat them down, and they're like, all right, we're good. We're going to you know, surrender. We're not going to fuck with you anymore. Then freaking a couple years later, shit rises up again. They do it again. And Madison had to step back in mm-hmm. and, and put them down again. And it's ridiculous. We just, you know, they keep rising up as soon as they see an opening. And they really have developed a disturbing culture. And, you know, they're really, and I I don't mean like from their religion. What I mean is the way they go about recruiting, the way they go about forcing their agenda. Because they believe that they're, you know, the one true God kind of thing. And, Mm -hmm. and that, uh, they need to spread their religion and anybody else is pretty much worthless. Right. And so they believe the Quran, you know, tells them to destroy anybody that won't convert. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal. So they understand the concepts. One, they're, we're foolish to think that they're not embracing the fact that we're into this political correct nonsense and we keep cowing down and they're taking advantage to the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all about the whole, you know, kind of breeding like crazy, growing their numbers, mm-hmm. and then playing the game. You yeah. know, oh, we're going to get our rights and we're going to just take over and 
dominate and then we're going to change the laws to our ways and we're going to run things our way. Mm -hmm. And if not, we're going to dominate you other ways and just come in and kill you all. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the thing is, I'm a, I'm a libertarian. I believe anybody should be able to do whatever they want. I'm down for But that. any culture who is against bourbon, bacon, and bitches is not a culture I'm it's down with. That's right. not me. No, I'm with you. And that's, all right. So, like I said, they want to, they're all down for this breeding, whatever. So, all through England, you know, they're, they just keep increasing the population. Right now, I think the last numbers I saw were 17% is uh, Muslim. And I In honestly England? was thinking it was higher. But at the moment, what I read was 17%. However, the number one baby name for the last three years is Mohammed. And then the next most common name after that is some other freaking Muslim name and whatever. So they're working. They're doing their thing. So, Well, you know, also... I, I named uh, one of my kids Mohammed. And I beat him every day. <laughs> and you, that makes you feel like a man, doesn't it? Shame. <laughs> Shame. That's a so, joke. I don't have any children named Mohammed, and I don't beat my children. Uh, a lot. A lot. All right. Fair enough. So... All right. The thing is, how is England letting this go on? And you can make an argument. You know, if you're like, oh, well, America, you guys are horrible too. Look at New Jersey. But I know. All right. We know New Jersey smells bad. We know they have some issues. We know oh, we got what Michigan. Is it? What is it? Michigan. Yeah. What's the, what's the city Michigan. in Michigan uh, that uh, somebody was saying it's under Sharia law now? Yeah. Is yeah, it Deer, I, Deerford? I keep seeing things. Uh, yeah. It turns out that's, that's, Nonsense. Yeah, no, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, all this stuff, they, yeah. So, problem is, like in England, you know, they say as England goes, so goes America, right? Right. So, that's why we're here. That's why we're talking, because mm -hmm. it is concerning. We're all worried about it. Yeah. It's in the back of our mind, and it's amazing to me that this is still going on. So, I, I don't want to talk about rape and disgusting things and, and whatever, but there's roving gangs all over England, all over Germany, all over Sweden of groups of Muslim refugees or in England, just regular, regular English people. citizens <laughs> who are Muslim that are basically enslaving, taking whatever, having their way with girls. And I guess the way it, it works, like in England, it's been going on. They're targeting like 11 to 16 year old girls. Then basically they go up and they're like, Hey, you know, you know, these are maybe 17 to 28 year old guys, mm -hmm. 11 to 16 year old girls. And they approach them and they're like, Hey, you know, I get you. I understand your parents, you know, are jerks and you should be allowed to do stuff. And mm -hmm. I can see you're pretty and you're mature and, they're giving them attention and buying them gifts and hey, come for, you know, cool ride. Look at, we can go to a concert together. We're doing cool things. Mm -hmm. Then, hey, why don't you have some alcohol? Hey, look, I got some drugs. Hey, why don't we have sex? Hey, why don't you have sex with my friends? Hey, why don't you come with me and I'm never bringing you back and then I'm going to sell you into slavery and whatever. And it kind of goes like that. And so they're taking a note out of the pimp book, man. That, that's how the pimps do it? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. You got to treat the girls special, right? 
at first. That's kind of sick and twisted. If you it is, it get is down really fucked to up. It. And honestly, um, when you get down to it, the worst criminals in in the United States are are the pimps. And if they're acting like pimps, man, then that tells you a lot about their culture. No, they're down for like enslaving people, but they're not really down for enslaving guys because they might like resist and whatever. So they just kind of kill them. Yeah, they they say they're down for enslaving guys, but mm-hmm. really not so much. So there was like what those schools in Africa with all those girls. What was that about? Yeah, I think it was a town, uh, Chibok, and. 276 girls were kidnapped. Um, I think that's it. That's in uh, Nigeria. Okay. Boko Haram kidnapped them. Uh, never really got... I think 57 of the girls escaped. Wow. And over the next few months. But I mean, that's still... Most of them are still... And after they're and, destroyed. Right. I mean, you know. They're child brides. They're, they're just... Uh, Cranking out babies now for and they were selling them for, for somebody. They were that talking about prices, ridiculous. Yeah. it's sick nonsense. So I, I saw this article, Huffington Post, and then the BBC. They basically overlap and ended up being the same type of thing. So, bottom line, they say it's not bad as you think that they were doing slavery because slavery was popular when the Quran was written. Oh. So they were just like, oh, we should just address this. Uh-huh. And what you don't realize is other cultures had slavery. Uh-huh. They weren't the only ones. Right. They may have been the first ones, but we're not sure of that. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't be judging so harsh. Yeah. You don't throw stones if you don't know. Yeah. So sure, they're pretty much the only ones that kept doing it. Uh-huh. For I mean, we of had years. we had slavery here in the United yeah, States yeah. for for hundreds of years, or but it, twenty or thirty. Or well, it was hundreds. It was going on for for quite a while, about like a hundred, like eighty years. hundred years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, ago. years ago. It, went, it on, went on. Yeah, for it went like on for, years, for somewhere in there. Yeah, it was like four hundred years. It was it was a while, man. America, not the United States. Se- yeah, regardless, no, that's what I'm talking about. All right. Regardless, though, not too good at math. All right, you know, a lot of our ancestors died fighting to stop that. You know, they did. So, what I'm trying to say is that we've had Western culture has had a revision of human rights and what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, what's right and what's wrong. Yes. And there's certain shit that is undeniably wrong. Slavery is one of those things, man. Owning other people. Owning other people no is go. not cool. No. It's not cool. All right. But, I mean, if if you're Muslim. I'm just saying we shouldn't judge them so harshly because other people might have done it. Okay. All right? So okay. just put that in the back pocket, all right? Mm-hmm. Now. Get me fired up. So then... I was a little worried about, you know, people speaking out against it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why don't, you know, everyone's like, oh, there's good Muslims. It's just like such a small percentage Mm -hmm. of people that are, you know, out and being hellions. And I'm like, but why aren't they saying something? They got to, you know, come forward and whatever. So I'm told that there are lots of people who are speaking out. See, you thought, no, turns out there's a guy. President Hassan Rabani, I believe of Qatar, said that uh, as far as uh, the attacks in France with mm-hmm. the 
cars running over people. Right. That it's a crime against humanity. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, and then some other people on Twitter said something. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that doesn't really do it. Uh -huh. But no. hang on, that was just one article. And at first I was I've... like, yeah, you're an idiot. And then I found out that Qatar is like the third largest sponsor of terror. Yeah, I've been to Qatar. And that's a no-go? Yeah, it's not someplace you want to hang out, dude. No. But I'll tell you what, though. They're all about human they're rights. Not, they're not, uh, like, they're not like sex freaks or you don't have any weird things going on in Qatar. Aside of a lot of dudes holding a lot of other dudes' hands when they walk around. So I don't know what that says right? about the culture. Apparently having they're sex friendly. with women is wrong, but holding the dude's hand is okay. Well, I do remember, and I'm going to get into trouble now. I seem to remember reviews people were writing about me on iTunes. And yeah. I feel like I, I have to watch my tongue. Yeah. No. I don't? No, you don't. All right. So Screw that guy. Screw that guy. All right. So it's it, This show is rated E for explicit. If you don't like dirty words, move on, man. There's all other right, podcasts. All right. So in Iraq, mm -hmm. they not down for the whole gay thing. Turns right. out gay is bad. Mm -hmm. they, they don't tolerate it. It's a no. So they would have these checkpoints. And if it was a couple dudes and they were like, you know what? These guys are gay. Yeah. The police pull the guys out and have butt sex with them mm -hmm. to teach them it's wrong to be gay. Right. Because you got to just show I am going to rape you straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most twisted logic I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And they're like, oh, yeah, we got to teach them. Yeah. Well, when I was in the Navy, there are two Muslim guys there. And uh, one of them was a friend of mine, Ali. And uh, I walked down in the birthing one day, and he was holding hand with, hands with the other Muslim guy. Sure. And uh, I said, what's going on here? He's like, he's like, no, no, you don't understand. Because we're our, our religion doesn't allow us to have sex, you know, before marriage. It allows us to do this. But I'm like, but why would you want to? <laughs> That's the question. Oh, it's bad. So then it turns out, I, I skip on to the next article. And Huffington Post or where do you get actually, that? Actually, it is the Huffington Post, yeah. the next one. Okay. Um, The last one, I don't know. I don't know where. You don't know where it came from? I don't All right. know where it came from, but I can't talk through it. I'll get mm -hmm. in trouble. All right, so now I'm getting hate mail about my yawning. What can I tell you? All right. Chuck's a sleepy motherfucker. Maybe I'm a tired guy. You know, mm -hmm. we do this late at night. You guys want premium content? Doing research that's till right. all Chug hours. That's why I Red Bulls before this, man. Red, Red Bull. Bulls and Jaeger. That's, that's how I get warmed up for this show. All right. So anyway, turns out, they're just not reporting it. Mm. So why is the media not reporting it? What's their agenda there? I don't know. It's weird, though. And I think that might be some truth to that. But then there's some weird sneaky shit like you want us to hate Muslim? I, I don't know. You know. But I do know when I look at the Quran, there is some twisted shit in there that doesn't make any sense. And... I feel well, like... Well, I mean, Mohammed did marry an eight-year-old. I mean, he was a decent dude, though. He didn't have sex with her and consummate the marriage until she was 10. So, I mean, that's there's something there, right? I think we did but... mention that. Now, I was told 
as far as the not reporting it, mm-hmm. there's hashtag not my jihad. Who or hashtag not in my name. Who hashtags that? Apparently Muslims who aren't down for down for jihad. No, but they say not my jihad. Like theirs might be like, oh, I'm a Sunni. Yeah. That guy, he mm-hmm. was like totally crazy. Now, my if jihad's he had all blown different. up the other ones, mm-hmm. if it was a Jew, maybe. that's their. That's then my jihad. That's my jihad. Yeah, no, that's you know, but so I guess this is you know really what I you know wanted to get into, and just the bottom line, we have a culture of letting it go. I mean, I got to tell you, when I read that sick stuff about, um, you know, going on in England and. And, you know, they, they talk about whole towns. You know, they say that there are towns that the police won't go in. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like if I live there, if that's my community or, you know, the town next door to me, am I not Batman at that point? Mm-hmm. Am I not going out at night? And because if the police are really too scared to go in and whatever, no, it's a yeah. different world, dude. Mm-hmm. That's sick. They used to call me Crazy Joe. Now they call me Batman. <laughs> Batman. Because <laughs> I feel like that's where I would be. I mean, mm-hmm. how would you not feel like I have to do something? Right. There's innocent you know, little Chuck, people out there. You're starting to sound like an Islamophobe to me. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like it. You like it? <laughs> nice. I can turn my hat backwards. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. It's business time. Business because uh, it's sick, man. You just can't let this keep happening. Right. We got to draw a line in the sand. Somewhere. Sometimes a intolerance is, is the appropriate response. Is that what it is? That's that's what I think. You know, intolerance for abusive children, intolerance wrong. for sexism, intolerance for homophobia. You know, th- these are all things that are like, uh, you know. But I don't. I don't think taking away guns or taking away, you know, any of this stuff is the answer. No. Well, it's a, it's not a, it's not a war in the sense of uh, you know, a shooting war. It's a culture war. Yeah. And they're trying to win the culture war. And but, but we're not fighting. We have Ariana Grande. Well, she's going to fight for us. She's taking care of Manchester, man. All right. I did hear there were a lot more people signed up for the second concert than the first one. Mm-hmm. Is like that they true? Were, they were like, oh, there's free tickets for everybody who was there. Uh-huh. And then, you know, there was like, you know, 5,000 people at the first one. And then mm-hmm. there's like 25,000 signed up for the free tickets at the second one. Right. Sounds right. I don't know. We were talking about earlier about the um, the amount of attacks yes. and the amount of deaths yes. in, in England. And it seems like they really do a shitty job of terror. You know what I mean? They're really bad at it. When you have 112 attacks and you only get one person. They're getting a lot better, though. I don't know. I feel like I could do better. I feel like I could really up their game. But, you know, it's it's one of those things that, like, like you have this group of people that really wants to, like, instill fear in, you know, the American and that, people, that's what the British people, that's the what they're shooting for. But they're really doing a shitty job. You know, if you're a suicide bomber and the only person you kill is yourself. That, that's a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Like, where did you train? Like, yeah. where, how much time did you spend practicing? Yeah. How many push-ups do you do every morning? Do you yeah. do sit-ups? Do you go for a run? It seems like they don't. Well, that's, you know, I, I saw an interview 
and uh, it was a young kid. And again, it was translated. He could have been saying, you know what? I love Christians. Mm-hmm. You guys are all cool. I wish we could just get along. I mean, you that could have been what he was saying. You don't speak Farsi? I don't speak Farsi. Okay. So I don't know. But in the translation underneath, and I mean, they could anybody could have wrote that. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. So it's like this like 12-year-old, and he's like with this gang of like thug Muslim kids, and they're all whatever in Germany. I'm assuming they're Muslim. He, they they had all kinds of like things that made them look like Muslims. I okay, know, I don't know what Muslims scraggly look beards, like. scraggly beards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, again, I just saved myself there from some more hate mail. Imagine oh. what if you Chuck, heard all that. <laughs> we're gonna get some hate mail for this this podcast. Oh, we're no. we're stepping in in uh, some deep shit right trouble. here. Yeah. So. And now the guys who want to work with us and some of our sponsors are going to be like, now, now you guys are like, what's yeah, his name? LR Zero sponsors. Zero sponsors are going to be like, you know what? You guys and uh, who got kicked off Fox? What's his... Oh, uh, O'Brien. What's his name? I don't, I don't, I always paid zero attention yeah, to him. Yeah, he writes the books, yeah. Killing Lincoln or something. Yeah, I, right. I know who you're talking, they know who you're talking you about. I know who you're about. talking you're about. You're all cursing at we me. We all know who dumb. he is. That, that, all right. yeah. Well, we're going to lose our sponsors too, so, you know, hey, we're going to keep going. Actually, I think we may have already lost one, so, when I looked on Patreon, it's a little sad. Well, I mean. But, all right, let well, it go. Yeah, let it go, dude, because. I will bow to no sponsor. I'm going to talk yeah. about what I'm going to talk about, and Doritos are delicious. Doritos. All right. Well, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. No, Doritos. Well, I was looking Let at... Let me uh, just have a tasty... I just hope that we don't scare uh, Spanny uh, Blades away. No, Spanny Blades talking about is our new little, boy. Your little sponsor. All right. So, anyway... I, you totally got me off track, and I have no idea where I was I'm going. I'm getting wound up, though. You're getting me wound up. I'm getting you wound I'm up. I'm getting angry now. So. Yeah. I'm the level-headed one. I, I have no idea where we're going with this. Mm-hmm. You got me lost. Well, here's what I'll tell you. Tell me. That there's they're still taking hostages. Muslims are still taking hostages. Yes. And they're charging money for their release. Yes. And the United States is refusing to pay. Britain is refusing to pay. In, or Europe is saying they're refusing to pay, but, they but they're paying. paying. All right. $125 million has, have been paid out for hostages just to Al-Qaeda. All right. $125 million. I could run on an amazing terror network work for $125 million. You could. I, I would be killing it, dude. Now, if you took over Iraq and a bunch of oil refineries, and how could you could do all right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know what's what's great though is about this whole you know everyone's talking about ISIS and why we can't defeat ISIS and how they're so well funded and why this and why that and why haven't we, we you know done give anything? Iran a billion dollars. Well, here's the situation with ISIS. If you want to know the real situation, in ten dollar bill, Turkey. <laughs> I don't know about the $10 bill. Turkey part. is not doing anything about ISIS because they're killing Kurds, and Turkey hates the Kurds. Syria isn't doing anything about ISIS because it gives them, like, their great their great enemy. You know, the reason they're fighting, they're fighting terror. And that's how they have the Russians and the Americans on board killing, you know, supporting Assad. Nobody is doing anything about ISIS because nobody wants to do anything about ISIS but the United States, France, and Britain. So... 
when you, you have all these people that are saying that they're so so terrible, but then sliding them, you know, money and, uh, you know, ha- allowing them to come into their country for, uh, you know, for doctor visits and, and uh, you know, when they're injured, they can go right into Turkey to a doctor, get fixed up and go right back to fighting. It's not going to stop that. Everybody wants ISIS to exist except for the three of us. Russia loves ISIS, man. That's their jam. They got a fucking reason to support Assad now. Yeah. Their puppet regime over there. So why is ISIS surviving? It's because of Turkey. It's because of Saudi Arabia funding. It's because of Russia not doing, not really doing anything about it. That's why ISIS exists. And it's because Iran has a billion dollars in cash. Yeah. Well, right. There's that. What are you going to do? All right. I'm just somebody's, saying. Somebody's got to pay Iran. You might be on a little tirade. But I just, we got to stand up. And it's not by giving up our rights. Mm-hmm. It's not by having more security, more whatever. Although a freaking wall on the border kind mm-hmm. of make me a little bit happier. I feel like it might help. Be honest with you. I'm not a huge fan of Donald Trump. I, I mean, I think I've spo- I've talked about You're Donald Trump on several occasions. Get I, I can't stand Donald Trump, but a wall on the border is not necessarily a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, just you know, hey, let's let's let the people in that we choose to let in, rather than I'm whoever cool with wants that to come over. For a little over. while, you know, have some assimilation time, mm-hmm. strengthen America. Hey, I, I think if you speak but English think- and and you've got a work ethic and you don't have a criminal record. I'm in. Let everybody in. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We get rid of welfare, and you're not a criminal. I'm down for everybody coming in. Mm-hmm. You know? In England, you had to show... Or, sorry. Yeah. In America's founding, you had to kind of show how you were going to pay to stay here. Mm-hmm. You had somebody to vouch for you. You had all this stuff that, hey, I'm going to make my way, and this person's going to help me out if I get stuck. Right. Not, oh, here right. I am. Feed me. And, right. and there was racism against, uh, you know, the the Dutch when they first settled in uh, New York. There was racism I against the saw, British when they take, took over from the Dutch. There was racism from the Irish when they came here in the 1860s. The Italians, there was racism against the Germans. People hated uh, the blacks when they moved up from, from the south into the north. There was racism against everybody. We've all suffered racism coming to this out. country. And there's nothing wrong with a little bit of tolerance. But there's a line, man. And I think it's plain to see. Yeah. If somebody wants to come to my country and kill people, then don't let them in. They're not the people. I, I was all psyched. There's a, a movie um, on Amazon or something, whatever. I think it's called The Wizard or The Wrestler or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not Mickey Rourke. Not Mickey Rourke? Okay. So... Um, something like that. You search those two things, you'll find it somehow in the new releases. But I just watched the trailer. I haven't seen it yet. And it's this kid from, I don't even know where he could be a Muslim country. He's from India. He's from something. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I know I should know. And I'm probably a racist cause I can't pick out where mm-hmm. everybody's from. I don't fucking know. But so he might be Iranian because his dad's a wrestler. So if your dad's a wrestler, doesn't mean you have to be Iranian. Because I remember the Iron Sheik. The Iron Sheik was Iranian. And he was a badass, yeah. right? So I, I mean, know. they made him a bad guy, but he was pretty legit. Dude. I always legit. liked the he Iron really Sheik. He really was in the freaking guard and stuff in uh-huh. Iran. Yeah. He was like no, the he's real a legit deal. Dude, yeah. if you see pictures of him when um, he was young. He's a badass. Yeah, he, was, he so, was a monster. Don't get me wrong. But so this movie, freaking John Voight's like the principal of a high school. And I think it's John Voight. Maybe I'm fucking wrong there too. I don't know. So kid comes in and he's fucking up. 
And he's like, you know what? John Voight. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Everybody who's come to this country has had it hard and had to fight and had to make it. And all the immigrants over the years were all picked on. The Irish, everything you just said. Mm-hmm. The Irish, the Italians, the, you know, they they all went through it. And he goes, it sucks and it's going to be hard. And if you want to make it, you're going to have to deal with it and accept it and move on. And, you know, they showed the kid getting bullied. And, you know, originally you're like, oh, that sucks, that poor kid, you know, whatever. But, you know, he's fucking right. America used to have that mindset where you fucking work hard to get what you want. Right. And that's the problem. Right. Nobody's willing to work hard and get what you want. And I'm not saying, oh, well, you should be bullied and whatever. No, that's stupid. I don't want people to be bullied and whatever. I'm just saying if you want something, you got to go out and fucking take it. And I'm tired of everybody being like, oh, we have to worry about this, that, and the other thing. And instead of freaking, you know, we're going to run, hide, and tell when we should stand up and be a man. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone has an excuse, a legitimate excuse. Anybody you talk to on the street is going to have a legitimate excuse. There's a reason why you're not successful. There's a reason why you can't work harder. There's a reason why, you know what, man? If you don't have time, sleep faster. That's it. Get to work. It's going to be tough for everybody. I say it to my kids all the freaking time. You should do what you were doing before, but this time, try harder. Right. And that's it, you know? Life gives you a freaking, you know, kicks in the teeth all the time. It's always going to be hard, but be a badass and freaking man up and grow a set and stand up for what you believe in. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm saying. You know, the more we cower and hide, the right. more our country is going to get away from us and it's going to turn to shit. Mm-hmm. And I say we fight as long as we can fight, you know. Right. And you know what? Anyone that comes here and works hard, becomes a citizen, because it's not easy to become a citizen. They're fucking Americans. You know what I mean? I'm good I don't with care that. if you're you're Hispanic. I don't care if you're a Sikh. Or, you know, the Sikhs have it rough too, man, because everyone thinks everyone they're Muslim. Hates them. Right. And, and they're the they're the like the best people, them, man. And, and they're hard. The Sikhs are the best Sikhs people. Are and Indians get it get blamed for uh being being Muslims Muslim. a lot too, man. Yeah. You know, people confuse that Arab for, for uh yeah. Indian. It's oh yeah, not the same thing at all, no. and you know I don't have any problem with with Arabs coming here either. No, you're okay the, with it. No, I, I have no problem with that. If you're gonna come here and you're gonna spend twenty hours a day working at a quickie mart, running that place, I don't care if you're Indian, I don't care if you're Muslim, I don't care if you're a Sikh. If you're working hard and trying to make the world better for yourself, for your kids, for everybody around you, good on you, man. Welcome. But. We all have to have an intolerance for bullshit. Don't be scared, man. Don't run and hide and tell. Just knock a motherfucker out. That's Game all on. I ask. That's all I ask. So with that, go over to Patreon and send us some freaking money. Yeah. Now that's, that's well. I mean, not soon. now. Now that we we had these uh, rants, nobody's nobody's into no. it. But I mean, oh, uh, what? Hello? you pissed off Is everybody now. Listening? No, it's gone. <laughs> All right. But, but if you want to send some hate mail, I would love it. I would love some hate mail. Send it over to our, our email. Um, right. Preppingbadass at gmail.com. You don't like that I mentioned rape? It is a frightening word. It is. I'm sorry. I tried not to get into detail because I had I read all kinds yeah. of horrible crap. Look it up, though. It ain't, it ain't it's a joke. It's not good, and the numbers will blow your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's insane. 
We won't talk about all the Christians, the destroying artifacts everywhere they go, the Muslims freaking wanting to, you know, basically get rid of any uh, any history of anything so that way nobody even knows they existed. That's mm-hmm. their plan. You know, they go in, they destroy the old churches, the synagogues, the scrolls, the everything as they tear through the Middle East. And it's sick. And yeah. you got to stand up. And you know what really pisses me off about that sort of shit is I'm a very tolerant, progressive person. You are tolerant. You guy. do you. You know what I mean? Do you. But don't fucking tell me what to do. No. No. It's a no-go. No. So. Um, now, before we oh, sign yeah, out. a little more. Sorry. Now, by uh, the time you guys hear this, um, Chris should have uh, received his knife in the mail. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't gotten it yet, send me some hate mail and uh, we'll figure out what happened. It's supposed to be there on the 8th. I don't now, know. We'll uh, find out. We got an email from um, a guy over at Spanny Blades. Spanny he does, Blades. He does custom blades, custom, uh, custom blades. knives, and he wanted to upgrade the, the SOG knife. Um not that sog knife. No, well, I mean, maybe Christopher has to get his uh, his in with that with him too. But uh, I think we're definitely to gonna. Cool, he's gonna have to check yeah, it out. We're gonna but... have to get into this though, and 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 see uh, see what he can do with with some knives here. He does upgrades, but he does is uh, you send him a, a shitty knife that you get at the store. Now, does it have to be shitty, or upgrades. could it be a nice knife? Well, I mean, if you send him a nice knife, what are you gonna do? I mean, you can spend eighty dollars on a nice knife. But if you spend twenty dollars on a knife, maybe he only works with fine craftsmanship. Maybe, maybe. See, he maybe says you he should does get blanks. the details before no, no, you no. go. We're gonna, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get into this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think. Deeper. I think you may have. Uh, but anyway, maybe I'll put a uh, link in the show notes, and you guys can uh, check some of that out. And I'm sure you're gonna hear some things to come because yeah. we're gonna get to the bottom of uh, quality custom knives. Mm-hmm. So, preppingbadass.com. Right. You guys have ideas, show topics you want to hear about, hate mail you want to say, send to Kevin. No, remember, I will respond to Kevin all hate mail. Is the one you want to put in the things. Be like, hello, I am, Kevin. I am great at hate. I'm kind of delicate. You yeah. don't want to, you know, upset me. I got it. So, Kevin and preppingbadass at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, stay safe. Well, wait. Before we go, don't stay safe. Hang on. I'm not feeling so well right now. I have a fever. Oh, a fever. I have a fever, and the only cure is more cowbell. Oh, no. America was targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom and opportunity in the world. And no one will keep that light shining. You've got a big surprise coming to you.
Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.